on. Let's have Ted him a bit. Okay. Um, we are a bunch of lines down. I think we're at the point where it says, Yeah? Like eight lines down. It says, uh, once we talked about the clothing and like sort of the interaction between Yosef and, uh, and Binyamin, so we do a little bit about Yosef and Binyamin um, from Bereshit. It says, He fell on the neck of Binyamin, his brother, but the word Savre is like plural. It's very strange. How many necks did he have? He was crying about two things. The two Bate Mikdash that were bent to be in the portion of Binyamin, and they would be destined to be destroyed. Okay? That here, the, the Harabayit, Binyamin's to the north, okay? That's, uh, that, that's Binyamin. So the idea is that Binyamin had like a ritzua, like a, like a strip of Shevet Binyamin that came and included the Beit Midrash. Okay? And it says, Binyamin bachal sabarav, Binyamin fell, uh, cried on Yosef's neck, bachal al mishkan shiloh, she'atil yobechakosh, so he cried about uh, the mishkan and shiloh, like you guys visited, right? That was in Yosef's portion, right? Because it's in uh, it's in Ephraim, the shape of the Ephraim, that's from Yosef. And that would also be disrupted. Okay, now, continuing in that story there, it says, Yosef says to the brothers, Your eyes see in the eyes of my brother Binyamin. So what's happening there? Just there's nothing in my heart against my brother Binyamin, because he wasn't involved in my sale. Okay, so too there's nothing in my heart against you. That's that's the idea of enechem ra'od ve'eneachi binyamin, connecting the two together. Why? The rest of us says kipi ham daber alechem, because it's my mouth speaking to you. Like duh, of course your mouth is speaking, but it says means no. Kipi kainly be, just as my mouth is speaking, so too my heart feels right that I'm really being sincere in what I'm saying. Okay, then it says ulaviv shalach kazot asarach hamorim. Uh, no, see me too, Mitzrayim. He says he sent to his father. Right, this is when he so he first revealed himself to the brothers. Now he's sending back to his father a message: ten donkeys carrying all these good things of Egypt. My me too, Mitzrayim. What does that mean? The good stuff of Egypt. Amar Abinyam Bar Yafet, Amar Abelazar, Shalach Lo Yayin Yashan. He said to him, aged wine, Shedad Zekenim Nochahimenu, that the mind of the elderly is like pleased with it. Meaning it's like it's good, it's good aged wine. That's what it is, good, good aged wine. Okay. Now it says, The brothers also came or went and they fell before him. I'm Rabbi Yom Bar Yef and I'm Rabbi Lazar, if it's the same uh, rabbis, right? Um, this is what it means to other people say, uh, The fox at his time, you should bow to him. Meaning, even if he's a lowly fox, if he's got, you know, if he's got the time where he's uh, in control, so you got to bow down. The brother says, What do you mean? Tala, my bitsiruti, meachva. Why is he a fox? Why, why is he any worse than his brothers? Like, why, why, why is Yosef referred to as the fox as compared to the brothers? He's no worse than them. If you, if you want to make this statement, say it in the following passage. Later on in the story, it says that Yisrael, Yaakov, bowed down at the head of the, ta- ahead of the bed. And here again, same phrase. Uh, so the fox is sign, you bow down to him, meaning that they're there. It makes sense. Yaakov bowing down to Yosef doesn't seem to make sense. So Yosef is like a little lowly fox compared to his father. You know, but Yosef is uh, the ruler of Egypt, so what are you going to do? Okay. Okay, now it says, um, He says, He comforted them and spoke to their heart. This is again, Yosef and their brother's brothers. After, the, after his father's death, right? He said that they were nervous of retribution. He says, He told them things that were accepted by the heart. 
here's what he said. Uma asaran they rose leachlu lechabot nerechad. If the ten candles couldn't extinguish one candle, meaning you guys, you tried to kill me, but you were unsuccessful. Nerechad heyachichol lechabot asaran. Anyway, how can one candle me extinguish ten candles? And you guys are worried that you're going to be uh, I'm going to take retribution. <laughs> how am I supposed to defeat you? Now it's kind of a funny thing to say because. The way he gets, because he's the ruler of Egypt. <laughs> like maybe he does have the ability to do it. But that's the idea. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't make sense. His logic. Yeah, I'm not sure really how the Kabbalah works. Yeah. But that's the idea. They're trying to say to them at least that uh, don't worry, guys. Okay. Anyhow, back in the Megillah. Okay, that was a nice little uh, sidebar. Back in Megillah. Famous pasuk. He said that the Jews there was light and joy and uh, happiness and honor. Okay, so far so good. Sason Zomila. Sason refers to Brit Mila. Uh, I rejoice over your uh, words. Uh, I think that's a nice Rashi here. One second. Mm-hmm. One second. Yeah, it's Rashi on the right side, about a little less than halfway down. It says, I'm going to read the Rashi. It says, Imartecha zomila, shnitna bimma'amar velobidibor. This is mila. Imartecha means, uh, uh, the reverse to mila, because he was, uh, uh, was given with the command of Amar. Vayomar Hashem alavram. You have to uh, uh, honor or guard my breed. We find a situation that David was rejoicing about this, right? This pasta comes from Tehillim. Okay, why was he excited? It's an interesting idea here. He says as follows. He says there's a, there's a Tehillim for the Shminit, okay, implying that the Shminit is for the Brit Milan, the eighth day. Shaya bebeit hamerchatz, veraatzmo below Torah, below mitzvot, kebash nesakel Mila samach. So David and Melach sort of like realize, like, oh no, like I'm in, the, I'm in the bathroom, and like, or the Beit HaMerchatz, or the bathhouse, and I, I can't be learning any Torah. This is like really sad. Like it's actually very depressing. Like I, you know, I don't. What am I supposed to do? And when he saw, he reminded himself of the Brit Milah. He realized, oh, even in the bathroom where I can't think Torah thoughts, I still have a, a sign that there's a connection between me and Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's Sasson Martecha, and that's why Sasson is Mila. Okay, back to Gemara. Vikar elu tefillin. Okay, the honor is tefillin. Bechen Homer ba'ra'u kol ameha aris keshem Hashem nigra alacha v'yaru mimaka. That the nations of the world should see that Hashem's name is uh, called upon you, and they will fear you. So that you get like honor from that. With Tanya, we learned in the bright that it's a famous bright that we've seen in a couple of places. Baruch and others. Rabbi Gadol Omer. Rabbi Gadol says, "Elu Torim Tefillin." Excuse me, Yisheb Barosh. Okay, this uh, this pasuk refers to Tefillin Shabarosh. That that's the thing that makes the nations of the world sort of uh, honor us. This idea that we have Tefillin, or at least maybe the ideas of the Tefillin, whatever it is. Yofi, continuing, he says, Ve'it barshan data, ve'gomar aseret b'nei Haman. Okay, so there's a whole thing, all the ten sons of Haman. Amar of Ada, dimin Yafu, Rav Ada from Yafu said, aseret b'nei Haman ve'aseret, the word, the, the ten sons of the Haman, and the word ve'aseret, tarikh l'meminu b'nei Shima Achad. You have to read them with one breath, right? That's a custom we have, right? And as you see from this Gemara right here, my time, what's the reason? Kulu bahadi hadadi nafku nishmatav. They all died, like their breath, like their soul left them in one shot. Okay, so that's the idea, indicating they all died at one taste, one time. Amma Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, Vav Dvaizata, the Vav of the word Vaizata, Tarikh Lamimtache Bezakifa, it has to be uh, like extra long, okay? That's also, if you look in the Megillah, the Vav of that word is, is long. What? Zakifa, uh, like, it means erect, literally, that means like, it means particularly like stands out, it stands out, right? It's like Zakifa, exactly. Kimoradia de Labrot, it's like the mast of a ship. 
Okay, my time. What's the reason? Kulu bechad zekifa as zekifa. They were all like placed on one like pole. The idea is that like you know the the sons of Amor weren't hanged to death. They were killed and then they were the bodies were hanged. So imagine like a big pole with like pegs on it. So it's like bump 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 bump. So all the way up there on the pole, all the bodies are hanging. Pretty gruesome. But that's the idea. They were all the same. So they died the same time and they were hanged the same time. So you have that. That's the vizata represents that pole that they were hanged on. Okay. It's a very nice idea. Um, just in terms of picturing it, it says all the shirot, all the poems or like songs in Tanakh, they're all written with like a, a, a block on a brick. Sort of like an like brick like work. If you think of like how like Azir Shir, for example, is written. So it's like small, big, right? Small, yeah. big, right? You know I'm saying like about two smalls and a big, you know what I mean? So it's like that. That's how it usually works. But it's not true here. So my time, what's the reason? Uh, uh, sorry, I lost my place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chus Mishirazo, except for this quote unquote Shirat. Now, this isn't a Shirat with the Asarab Nehman, but it is laid out in the text differently from regular text, where we have all the uh, names of Haman and then Ve'et. It's like two columns, like two strong. Straight columns. So what's going on there? So he says as follows. Uh, also, Canaan, also the kings of Canaan. It's a block on block and brick on brick. My time. So what's the reason for that? Why are we doing that way? It's very strange. It's a symbolic thing to show there shouldn't be like a revival after their downfall. Meaning the way, the way brickwork is very sturdy. Right, so you have like Azir Shir, it's like bump, bump, it's all like that. So it all works out, and it represents a sturdiness to that. So it's very beautiful. But here, it's two columns. That's not a smart way. But right? if you like, you might know from like building with blocks, right? If you just build blocks straight up, so at a certain point, it gets too tall and it tips over. Right, so that's the same idea. Same idea here. Okay. Um, the king told Esther that in Shushan they killed the Jews. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, the Jews killed. The Jews killed, not they killed Jews. They didn't kill the Jews. Uh, it comes and teaches us that a Malach came and smacked him on the mouth. Okay, Rashi says, at the end of the first, uh, the right column, Okay, so he starts to seem like angry, like, oh, the Jews killed something. And then he ends up saying, like, oh, what do you want from me? So, like, I guess he changed his tone. So the smack in the mouth was to change, like, to explain why the, 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 the in the Megillah, it's sort of strange. Like, he's saying something, like, harsh, and then he changes his tone. So why? This is why, the Malachim. It says, Um, uh, when she came before the king, she, uh, it says, Amar ima sefer. They said, he said with the sefer. Zubar says, Amar, why does it say he said? Amra by Leh. She just said, she said, because Esther's what was talking there. So Amra Biochanan, Amra Lo, she said to him, Yomar Bepet, Mashakatu Basaber. She said to him, you should say in with your mouth what's written in the, uh, in the books. Uh, one second. Mm-hmm. I think the idea is that, like, Technically speaking, you wrote that they are allowed, that Jews are allowed to fight back, but you should say that with your mouth, like you know, be, like allow it, you know. It says divrei shalom ve'emet, and then later on it says uh, they said divrei shalom ve'emet, words of peace and truth. This uh, the idea of shalom ve'emet teaches us that the Megillah requires sirtut, it means like etching or scoring the lines before you write the Megillah, just like the truth of Torah. So the idea of emet connected the Megillah to Torah in that way that has the same requirements. Okay, it says Ma'amar Esther Kiyem that he fulfilled the words of Esther. Ma'amar Ma'amar Esther. One second. Oh, in yes, the words of Esther. Yes, Divrei Tzomot 
low. But the matters of the fast, not. Uh, one second. Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do right. What they were what they were fasting over, yeah. I mean the constructive construction. Correct, correct, right, very good. Amra Biochan, Divrait Siomot Umaamar Esterkiem. Uh no, he did both. He fulfilled both. Uh yeah. What does it say in the Bach here? They fulfilled both. I guess it means like okay, so I, I don't know. One way of saying it is sort of like they did it like uh, halfway, I guess, and one way they did it all the way. All right, meaning like I guess if I guess you have to flip with the impeding of that what it means there, but I guess that's the idea. Okay, it says. Uh, so it says uh, Mordechai Melech was the, the Mishneh, and he was a great man of the Jews, and he was Ratsui, sort of like desired, bit of a, you know, like approved of by Rovacha, by most. So it says, famous Russia here. It was only for Rove and not for all. It's a little strange. Like, Mordechai did a pretty great thing. Why wouldn't everyone be happy? Tells us that some of the Sanhedrin separated from him. But they felt maybe it was inappropriate. That he was that he abandoned some of his Talmud Torah to go deal with like political matters. He's like, well, it's, uh, you know, it's really important that what he did. So interesting. But you say, well, there's always going to be people who maybe don't approve. I'm Rabbi Yosef Gadol Talmud Torah. You tell me how Talat nefashot. And on that on that note, Rabbi Yosef says Talmud Torah is greater than even saving lives. Because originally we were Mordechai got involved in saving lives. He was only listed after four people because of his Torah knowledge. But after he got involved and sort of abandoned some of his Torah for uh, politics, he was listed after five people. And we had this lesson before. May Karantiv Asher Bau Imzeru Bavel Yeshua Nachemia Saraya Ra'alia Mordechai. Right? Balashan, of a subtiv, Habaim in Zerubel, Yeshua Nachemia Saraya Ra'alia Nachmani Mordechai. Yeah. Make sense? Yeah. Okay, so that's it. So he ends up being later on the list than uh, than before. Okay. Mordechai uh, Balashan. Okay, so you see the Mordechai is later on the, on the list. Okay, Amarav, Yitimar of Shmuel, Bar, Marta, Gadol, Talmud Torah, Yitimar, Binyam, Beit Amigdash. On that note about Talmud Torah being great, it says Talmud Torah is even greater than the building of Beit Amigdash. Shakozma, Shabaruch, Benaria, Kayam, Lohinichu, Ezra, Be'Allah. As long as Baruch Benaria was around, Ezra didn't, didn't leave him, because I guess Baruch Benaria was Ezra's like Rebbe, so he wouldn't leave his Rebbe and be, and be Oled to Eretz Israel, even though he wasn't supposed to be built in Beit Amigdash, he wouldn't leave. Okay, interesting idea. Amarav, Bar Yisrael, Amar, Bar Yisrael, Bar Marta. Gadol, Talmud Torah, Yitimar, Kibbut, Aveim. What do you mean greater than Kibbut, Aveim? Shakol, Otan, Shani. As long as Yaakov, when he was fleeing from Esau, um, and he went to, before he went to Laban's house, he was in the Yabit Midrash of Shem Be'ever. So as long as he was there, those years, he wasn't punished. Okay? But later on, we'll see that he was punished. That will pick up again tomorrow. But that's the idea. Sort of like, uh, some of the time he was away from his uh, father was justified. Sometimes wasn't justified. The part that wasn't justified was time that he like lost when Yosef left him. That's what the Lord's going to say. But uh, the time that he was the baby of Shem Be'ever, that was permissible. We'll stop there. Uh, tomorrow, we'll let the show finish the parrot.